Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey, everybody. This is the podcast. We eat stuff and talk about things. In this podcast, our goal is to find people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating who uh, we want to get to know better, who we want to know more about. This week, we interviewed Tiffany Unger, who owns the mobile business, The Wandering Sidecar Bar. This is a newer business in St. Louis that uh, travels to events around town and sometimes out of town, and they provide a mobile bar to the delight and excitement of all of your guests. Tiffany made us a good drink. <laughs> it was really good, and we talked about some fun stuff. And so I hope you enjoy hearing about Tiffany and her two mobile bars that are named after her and her husband's grandmothers. Thanks. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming over. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, now, Tiffany, where can people find you? What's your business in St. Louis? We are actually, our home base is in St. Charles, mm -hmm. but I've been doing a lot of business in, in St. Louis. So, and because um, the the idea behind our, our business is that we're a mobile unit, mm -hmm. so we can really go anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and so... Yeah, the, the idea is we, we took a vintage um, caravan and mm -hmm. we renovated it into a mobile bar unit. We actually have a second unit that's about ready um, to launch as well. We grew up here. Um, we feel like St. Louis is a really great place to have a business. Mm -hmm. um, as you guys probably can attest to, I feel like the food and beverage industry has kind of like welcomed us with open arms. They've almost like been cheering us along, so that's been really refreshing. And um, so, yeah, our home base is in St. Charles, but uh, we just we'll go just about anywhere. Sweet, very yeah. good. And before we go along, you, yeah. you have a contraption set up. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna make recipes. Yeah. So what do you have I here? brought along um, what we've kind of taken on as our signature cocktail. So um, it's a sidecar cocktail. We like ours with bourbon. We mm -hmm. also like to serve it on the rocks. Mm -hmm. Typically, um, a classic sidecar would be with brandy, mm -hmm. um, but but we're bourbon drinkers, so right. so that's kind of the route that we go. So I'll go ahead and make us one. Okay. Just put in a few ounces of bourbon. Four roses. Four roses. Good. That's my favorite. Good stuff. Then um, uh, we put in some Cointreau, mm -hmm. which is always a very good option. We shake it up. into a sugar-rimmed glass. And there you go. Excellent. There you go. Mm. Thank you. So yeah, enjoy that. I hope you do. We like uh, to sip on these at home a lot, so. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, cheers. cheers. Thanks for having me. Of course. What's your background in the industry, if any? Well, I actually started bartending, uh, or actually started working in a bar 
in a restaurant bar mm-hmm. when I was 18 and then worked there for, for several years mm-hmm. and then became a bartender there. That kind of got me through college. Mm-hmm. Um, graduated, did the whole, um, I actually was in the mortgage business mm-hmm. for a few mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Did that whole thing, hated it, um, wanted to be out of it the entire time, mm-hmm. but, you know, just was kind of chugging along. Um, then um, once the, the mortgage crisis kind of happened, I the mm. company I worked for closed. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go back to grad school and went back into bartending. Okay. And so I um, ended up getting my master's. I have my master's in nonprofit management, but... Um, I never really pursued it, and so now I um, have continued bartending. Mm -hmm. So it's been something I've done. I'm 38 now, so I've done it for about 20 years, Mm -hmm. off and on. Um, It's a hard trade to get out of. It's it's a lot of fun if you work in a place that you enjoy. I've my um, most recent job. I've been there for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. The staff is great. It's you know at this point, you know when you go in and you work someplace for 10 years, it's just kind of second nature. You don't even think about what you're doing. That's really nice. It's really comfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know. I'm only um, there now one day a week and it's Mm. just, I just can't seem to leave it. Okay. And I don't know if I ever will. You know, it's a lot of fun. So that's kind of the background as far as um, as um, bartending goes. And then with, I also, I feel like I've done a million things, but I also had a vintage shop in which I would rent out furniture and props um, for parties. So we were like a vintage rental company. So the idea of the camper bar, it kind of mixed those two worlds. So Mm -hmm. we were, you know, my my event styling and um, the prop business came in together with the bartending Mm -hmm. business. So that's where it kind of blossomed from. Gotcha. Yeah. Now you also run the sidecar Wandering Sidecar Bar with your husband. Yeah, yeah. We're business partners. Um, That's something we've always wanted to do something together ever since we started, uh, or we got married. We've been married for about four and a half years. Um, And so, you know, it's just this desire to do something on your own. Mm -hmm. And what they say is true. You really do work, you know, 80 hours a week for yourself to not work 40 hours a week for someone else. Yep. It's absolutely true. Um, we work very well together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he is a good support system for me. So, you know, I take over the bartending stuff. He's learning mm-hmm. on that end. Um, but he kind of serves as my bar back and kind of does all the, the heavy lifting and mm-hmm. the, and the you know, grunt work of bartending. So the stocking, making sure we're, we're maintaining ice and all of those things. So that's kind of where, what he does. But he does have a, a desire to learn about um, making drinks and stuff like that. So he, he gets in there with me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good team. Very cool. Yeah. Did you get this idea to sort of spin off on the popularity of food trucks? You know, I always found um, food trucks to be interesting, and I always liked the idea of them. Um, it, it didn't really come from that necessarily. Um, it really was inspired by, I, I read about a woman that was doing the same thing in California, mm-hmm. and the idea struck me right away, and I tore it out of the magazine that I saw it in, Mm -hmm. stuck it on the fridge. I told my husband about it that night. And then, um, 
about two weeks later, I bought a camper. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, he, he always jokes that um, some husbands come home and their wives bought, like, really expensive handbags, and he came home and I had a camper. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, he t- was totally on board. Um, we found it in um, Alton, Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, right outside of Alton. It had been sitting at, at this little farm for, for a little bit. They mm-hmm. had intentions of renovating it and never did. And so we really lucked out. You know, it's not often in life where things kind of unfold. Mm-hmm. Um seamlessly and from the beginning until the end this really has and that's hasn't been my experience with a lot of things in life you know so we've been um really lucky it it all fell into place so certainly we at this point are inspired by food trucks Mm -hmm. you know i'm sure i have a lot to learn from them and Mm -hmm. and how they operate um and so i think the concept is 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 kind of the same Mm -hmm. you know but yeah so we're always looking to team up with with food trucks. We have a few events um, that we haven't we haven't done it yet, but we have a few events where people are bringing us together. So awesome. hopefully we're going to meet some people and and get out there and uh, and uh, learn from them too. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, very good. Are you guys both from St. Louis? We are. We we actually. Um, grew up in St. Peter's, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to high school together. We were just friends. We never dated. And then later on in life, we got together and we're just, we, we love to go to concerts and festivals. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're planning a group, uh, trip with a bunch of friends. And then, you know, by the end of that trip, we were dating. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it took mm-hmm. us about, uh, Probably about 15 years uh, to get there, but yeah, so we've been together for about eight years and married for four and a half. Nice. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, grew up in St. Peter's. We we live in St. Charles City right now, so we're right um, near Main Street in the, mm. the historic district. Mm-hmm. We bought a really old house mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm sure you guys know that comes with a lot of work. Yep. So um, we spend a lot of time repairing things around there, but... Um, we we got the camper in the back and mm-hmm. and we're just kind of set up out there. But like I said, we're we're in St. Louis a lot. Now reading on your website a little bit, you guys are pretty new company, right? Yeah. Um, when I first read about the concept of um, a mobile bar unit, it was November, mm-hmm. and so um, by the end of November, I had um, bought the camper. Mm-hmm. January we um, we. Uh, had someone that was working on it. They decided that, that that it was a little bit too much for them. They had some some health things going on. So I was really at a loss. I had no one to work on it, and I mm-hmm. thought like this idea. I I couldn't let the idea go. So I was mm-hmm. really desperate to find someone. And then my web designer, uh, I was talking to her one night, and I just was you know didn't know what we were gonna do. And she said, you know, my cousin's in Arkansas, and he builds tiny homes. And I was huh. really just joking, and I said, well, will you ask him if he wants to work on a camper? You know, and she was <laughs> yeah. like, actually, I will. So yeah. about an hour later, I was on the phone with him. Two weeks later, we brought the camper to Arkansas, and he had it for about six weeks. Mm-hmm. And so um, the whole process, uh, we had we went and picked it up on June 1st. Mm-hmm. And it had gone through extensive renovations. Yes, extensive. extensive. It had been completely gutted. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was in rough shape. Yeah. So, um, but we, I worked with um, the contractor. 
he really had an eye for design, so we were really on the same page as far as that went. Mm-hmm. And um, that process, again, was, was really seamless, which, you know, a construction process, things like that, that they don't always go like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really a breath of fresh air and kind of unexpected for it to go so well. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, when we pulled up to the camper I was very emotional because it just, it's not often that you see things like that are so, that come together how you really want them Mm -hmm. to. Yeah. And then, you know, coming home to St. Louis, we were booked within a week and had our first job. And then the week after that booked again and, you know, and then we did kind of an unveiling party for our family and friends. And Mm -hmm. it's really nice to see people when, they see it in person. It's it's definitely um, gives um, makes an impression, mm-hmm. and so it's re- and even when we're driving down the road, I'll you know be following behind, and I'll just watch people kind of, what? <laughs> you know, what is that, you know, yeah. and that is awesome for me mm-hmm. because I feel like what has really happened is that the idea is striking people a lot like it struck me. Mm-hmm. And so they're excited to see something new and different. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an outdoor wedding and we set up a couple tables. I had some friends come and bartend. There wasn't really a lot to it. So it's nice to be able to add some atmosphere to to an event. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when people see it, yeah, they're always really struck by the craftsmanship and how nice that it is. Mm -hmm. And so... um, that partnered with really good service and then partnered with um, custom cocktails or a menu that, that, they, that they think represents their event, I think is um, really what people are looking for. Cool. Yeah. Now, both of these trailers have names. Yes. So um, our 1960 Avalon camper is named Ruthie. That's mm-hmm. after my grandmother. And then we also have a 1967 horse box bar mm-hmm. that is named for my husband's grandmother, and her name was Birdie. So mm-hmm. um, that that was, you know, there was, wasn't even really any discussion about that. That's what it just was going to be, uh-huh. and it's kind of stuck, and we're, um, we're enjoying it. Uh, they're named that because we had so much affection for for both of those people so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's really cool that's neat yeah do you have any special food memories from growing up you know I'm from a big Italian family Mm -hmm. so being down in this area like I said brings back a lot of memories I had you know a grandma that would wake up at three in the morning to start you know making sauce so for me Sundays were a very big deal that's where everyone came together it was a given you know when I was a kid I loved it when I was you know a teenager it was one of those things where I wanted to like be with my friends there was just no question it wasn't happening like Mm -hmm. I had you have to be here on Sunday we spend time together on Sunday Mm -hmm. and now in retrospect I'm so thankful for that time Mm -hmm. um and so yeah coming from an Italian family that's it's all about food yeah you know so that's how we always came together and so that's some a tradition I you know I I have one-year-old twins Mm -hmm. so you know 
we're kind of at their beck and call at, the, at this point, mm-hmm. but we would like to make that a tradition in our family too, to mm-hmm. where Sundays are kind of, at least we, you know, can sit down and all have a meal together. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully maybe I will eventually learn to make sauce like yeah. my grandma and my aunts did, but cool. <laughs> not so far. Cool. <laughs> yeah. What was the street they grew up on or that they lived on? Do you remember? You know, I don't really remember, but this street, I mean, it's it was those little brick bungalows, you mm-hmm. know, and so I was fairly young when they were were down on the hill, and then mm-hmm. eventually they um, came out to St. Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this street reminded me exactly mm-hmm. of that time, and yeah. just yeah, this area is so cool. It is. Yeah, nice neighborhood. We like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. When you think of the word successful, who's the first person who comes to mind? I would always want to go to kind of like a personal reference. I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of people out there that uh, that are maybe more well known. But for me, someone like my dad, who was always self-employed and was able to make his own living and have um, a you know, be involved in our family and be a good father, like that mm-hmm. to me is really important. Now, as a parent, you know. When I became a parent, then it's like you kind of base everything off of that. Like what, okay, I'm going to do this, but how is that going to affect my parenting? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you take on a business, you know, that's, you always have to have that in mind. And obviously my kids always um, come first. So yeah, my dad was always um, really successful um, businessman and then able to have a family life too. So that is my ultimate goal. You know, we want to have, um, a business, um, that can, you know, sustain a a comfortable lifestyle for us. We're not looking, you know, to, to be wealthy beyond, you know, or anything like that, but I just want to be able to, you know, spend time with my children you know, maybe go to Florida once a year, kind of mm-hmm. the, the simple things. So if we can, if we can pull those things off, I'll consider that a success. Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Do you have any, um, interests or hobby that no one would ever suspect about you? You know, truthfully, my <clears throat> first love is in design. Um, so I spend a lot of time around my house, um, decorating and, um, a lot like your house. I like to bring in kind of really um, old vintage, like cool pieces, mm-hmm. um, and kind of mix them with more contemporary p- pieces as well. Sorry, waffles. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, that is really what I enjoy. So, you know, and even the camper brings that, that, that aspect in a little bit too. I'm always styling things. So, you know, anytime we do something with like a little bit of publicity, um, they usually show up to like a fully styled deal because I can't, I can't help myself. That's what I really love. So, um, yeah, you can find me if I'm not working in an event or doing something with my kids, I'm probably doing some kind of project in my house, whether I'm not necessarily like the craftiest person, um, though I do attempt those things at times. They don't mm-hmm. always work out, but, um, yeah, I'm always moving things around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Do you have yeah. any, uh, favorite local shops or put antique stores or, you know, I go all over My favorite thing, um, to do would probably be like garage sales, estate sales, stuff like that. Um, but I'm always looking for new places to uh, to find things. I never, I don't think I really 
own anything in my house that that is new. Mm-hmm. Everything has either been um, a hand-me-down or um, something that I found uh, at a, a thrift shop or, or something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm all over. So if you know of good places, I want to know about them. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very cool. Is there yeah. a place called the Green Goose right around here? Uh, yeah, that? something like that. Mm-hmm. I it's think on Hampton. There's something down here, I don't know about if it's in this area, called the Green Shag. On oh, Green Shag. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But that place is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm always looking for new places. So, I mean, I'm the, the girl that, you know, also, if I see something on the curb, like, I'm going to stop and get it. I understand. Or call my husband and say, hey, can you drive down that street? Because uh-huh. I... Yeah, there's something over I there. I understand. So. Yeah, nice. The, the bar cart we have over there is actually, I found that on the side of the street. Really? Those yeah. are, that's always like the most satisfying thing in yep. the world. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's I love barely that used. too. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, what, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Truthfully, I always wanted to be a teacher and then, and sometimes it really shocks me that, that I'm not because that mm-hmm. was really a, a, a goal of mine as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I even, at the beginning of my college career, that is what I was studying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Something just switched in me where I, I wanted to be, um, I switched over to business. And, mm-hmm. and that's just, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. All I knew were there were things that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So... You know, when I graduated and I got a job into, in the mortgage business, I knew fairly quickly that wasn't something I wanted to do. Yep. Um, but, you know, you need a paycheck, so you stick it out. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, um, you know, bartending for me has really allowed me to do a lot of different things in my life. So mm-hmm. I was able to go to grad school. I was able to have a vintage shop. I was able to do these things that um, that normally I wouldn't be able to do if I had a 40-hour-a-week job. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you can go in and work a couple shifts and, and be done for the week, then, you know, you're free to take classes or, or whatever you want to do. Like, that, there's a lot of freedom in that. Mm-hmm. So... You know, there was a time in my life where, you know, I was bartending in my hometown and if people would come in, you know, from that I knew maybe in high school or something, I used to feel like kind of like, oh, I don't want to see them. I'm here bartending, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they but truthfully, as um, I've gotten a little bit older, it's become really clear to me that that bartending is a great way to make a living Mm -hmm. um, and also you know, at the end of the shift, of a shift, I go home, um, without the stress and, um, that a lot of people take home from work, you know, Mm -hmm. when I go in, I do my job and and I'm done. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, I used to feel bad that that I was still, you know, say 32 and bartending and Mm -hmm. now I don't have that whatsoever Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a great way for people to make a living you meet all kinds of different people the bar business has changed a lot since I first started Mm -hmm. you know I was my first job I was you know serving lots of beer and maybe doing some pretty basic uh, mixed drinks Jack and Coke stuff like that but now you know there's so much more you know the bar the first bar I worked in maybe had you know 20 
bottles of liquor there mm-hmm. and now it's just it's never ending there's always something new there's always a liquor rep in trying to introduce you to new things and beyond that now with the craft beer scene I love beer mm-hmm. so you know I am my favorite thing to do would, would be to, you know, go out and taste beer. We went the other, uh, we did kind of a staycation in St. Louis last weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we went to that bridge tap house or, oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. We had the best bartender. Mm-hmm. She knew everything about all of the beers. So we were able to ask her a lot of questions. Currently I'm like obsessed with sour beers Mm -hmm. I crave them (laughs) like if I can't find one and uh I want that it's really disappointing so Mm -hmm. they had um a great selection nice and so yeah I I I kept telling her I'm like you're you know you're really good at your job (laughs) I left there I was like I want to hire that girl like she was really good she knew she knew her stuff so You know, in addition to all of the liquor options that are out there now, there's like this huge, you know, craft beer scene. Mm -hmm. And so, especially in St. Louis, Mm -hmm. I always try to push um, or encourage my clients to, to, you know, use local brewers if possible. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they can can use whoever they would like, but, you know, we always want to um, encourage them to use local um, breweries if possible. And so... Yeah, there's just, it's just changed so much. And so I'm happy to be a part of it. I feel like it's a really exciting scene to Mm -hmm. be in. And so I'm, I'm learning stuff, you know, every day too, because it's, it's constantly changing, Mm -hmm. you know? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Tiffany, do you have any asks or requests of the people listening? Not necessarily related to your job, but just anything at all? Um... That's an interesting question. Yes, it's you know, a very open-ended question. Yeah. I guess I've been so focused on the business, it's hard to, like, think of something outside of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, for me, I think that we're just a new, the concept of, of what we're doing is new. So I just would ask that people would be open to, you know, new options. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to connect with a lot of people. Um, so... Initially, I, I really thought that we would be a wedding vendor. Mm-hmm. And and that's great. We, you know, I've, I've worked a lot um, in the wedding industry. So um, I've styled a lot of events. So that wasn't something that I didn't want to do. But it's really cool that that's not most of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just want people to kind of be open to us and um, to having something different mm-hmm. at your event. Um we are working hard to get connected with, um, you know, people, other people in the food and drink industry, mm-hmm. um, and not to take away from anything that they're doing, but to add to it. Mm-hmm. So we don't actually sell alcohol. Yeah. So the client, you know, provides the alcohol, and then we just provide the bar and then the service. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're looking to really um, maybe partner up with some local. Um, bars and restaurants where they can utilize mm-hmm. the bar and um, obviously not take anything away from their, their sale of alcohol or anything like that. But just, um, I don't know. We want to be out there. We want to be seen. Mm-hmm. We want to be involved. Um, 
we're uh, working with a few nonprofits. That's mm-hmm. again what I have. I have my master's in nonprofit management, so that's a big focus of ours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, back to your question. I don't. I don't know. I think we just want people to yeah. kind of uh, be open to the idea of. Um, you know, maybe at first people weren't as accepting of food trucks, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe this is kind of the newest thing uh, as far as that concept goes. So we just, we just want people uh, to, yeah, be open to using us. Yeah. Okay. So then finally, how can people find you in person and online? Like say right now, this will be about the beginning of September. Do you have any events coming up that people can find you at? Yeah, you know we've been really fortunate. We in September we actually will be at Lufest. Mm-hmm. So awesome. um, yeah, that was a big one. That was very, very unexpected. Cool. And what are the dates for that? That is the tenth and eleventh okay. of um, of September. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, we'll be at the um, Strange Folk Festival. And nice. so, um, that's in Lafayette Park, right? I is this it year? Tower Grove? Tower Grove? I think uh, one of those somewhere in the city. I I, I really remember. yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, the organizer from there, she's very cool. Um, really welcomed us with mm-hmm. with open arms. We're going to I'm meeting with her in Square One next week. Um, they're we're gonna kind of they're gonna t- kind of handle the beer. We're gonna mm-hmm. do the cocktails. Um, and so yeah, I'm super excited about that. That mm-hmm. was that was very unexpected. Um, yeah, and then we're doing something with St. Louis Public Radio called Metro Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their um, like a little bit of a, a pub crawl they do. We're gonna be cool. um, kind of at the end, so mm-hmm. everybody can come and have a cocktail. Nice. Um, and that's at. I think our base will be at the Craft Alliance in in Del Mar. Okay. Um, so that's um, some some bigger kind of events in September where people can find us. Awesome. Beyond that, um, our website uh, is thewanderingsidecarbarco.com. Mm-hmm. Lots of information there. Um, I do have like a frequently asked questions page mm-hmm. because, you know, having a business like this comes with a lot of questions. It's mm-hmm. like always like... So how does this work? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you do you have a liquor license? Um, do you sell booze? You know, and so where can you go? You know, it's just it comes with a lot of questions. Uh-huh. And so our um, price structure is really custom and dependent on um, a few factors. So it would be like tra- where we would need to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people, what they would serve, how many hours we would be there. So um, I, w- I was looking at doing some package deals, but for right now, I think we're just going to price everything individually and mm-hmm. kind of see how we go. So, yeah, they can get all that information online. And, again, tomorrow we'll actually be at the convention center at um, the wedding show. Very good. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're getting out there. Okay. You're yeah. on Facebook, Instagram? Facebook and Instagram, okay. yeah. Okay. And what's the handle for those? Um, it's just the Wandering Sidecar Bar Company. Very cool. Yep. And if someone is interested in hiring you, they go to their website? Yeah, they can go to their website, okay. and then there's um, just a little questionnaire, basic information to fill out. It comes directly to me, and then I uh, can respond to them that way. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Tiffany... Thanks yeah. for coming over. Thanks for making the drink <laughs> thanks. and talking about your trailers. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. 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 This went well. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> now you can drink. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our interview with Tiffany. 
Uh, just a reminder, we weren't sure about this when we were talking about it in the interview, but you can find Tiffany later this month at the Strange Folk Festival, which is located in Lafayette Park. Uh, we weren't quite sure where it was in the middle of our conversation, but that's where you can find her. And go out there and support her. They have a really cool idea happening in St. Louis, and um, I would really like to see them succeed with what they're doing. Tune in next week when we will have another interview with another local person from St. Louis. But go out there and eat stuff. Thanks. Bye.